Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is Johnny Pemberton, and you're listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. On Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. On Twisting the Wind. Twisting the All right, this is where it starts to get real, everybody, okay? This is where I'm ready to break out from Michelle. And I'm not talking about Michelle, the girl's name, but my shell. I'm gonna take that shell, I'm gonna smash it against the wall of the shell of itself. How can you do that? It's a spiral. It's a fucking Fibonacci spiral, bitch. Did you want to come back to my island? It's really small. There's just one palm tree and a hundred percent beach. It's like a fucking cartoon, but I love it. We can throw a message in a bottle back to our own selves. Find it right inside the body with you. Find it right inside the body with you. Find it right inside the body with you. Rocking stand, you got the bonk and the boom. Rigs in the dynamite, stand you to chew. 
Finding a train that can't abuse the Jew Finding a brain that's got the body for blue Finding a strainer that matches my true Finding the lane that's got the barbecue cue Finding a cane that's got extensions for you I'm finding a blame that's got enough room for two I'm finding a screen that's got a blockage for due I'm finding a scream that's got a clashing but clue I'm finding a lame little barbecue stool I'm finding a big old piece of poo-poo It's just the same size as a giant dog stool I'm not talking about poop but a chair that's taller than a chair It's called a stool That's what I'm looking for from you If you apply to this job called Doom Welcome to the break room You can say all kinds of bad words And get in over Shout and fucking snowbar Get your fucking hobar Get your daddy's joker Your daddy's poker chips Welcome to the main body of the intro of Twisting the Wind here with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network. Hey, uh, this is Johnny Pemberton right now. I'm coming at you only slightly affected because, uh, you know, I want to do what I want. I'm actually physically standing right now, okay? I'm physically standing. Just got a real slight sort of a phaser going on here. It's a flanger. I don't know what you call it. I'm just, what I'm done is I've taken the mix balance, okay? And I've put on, um, I've had the, uh, the pitch and the format. The pitch is pitched up to some very, very slightly. But I'm mixing that at a 50% ratio with my actual voice. And I, um, so that's what I'm doing right now. And I, uh, it's something, you know, it's just something. You feel that? It's like makes it where the breathing is a fun thing. It's not just like Tazon Day taking a break from the mic to take a breathe in. It's a straight up, it's a straight up sound element that's been introduced as an artifact for your L E J. That's listening enjoyment. You got to throw that J in there, even though enjoyment is one word and the E would suffice to represent it in an acronym. You want to throw that J in there because you get that sound. Uh, L-E-J, what's that? Listening enjoyment, okay? So welcome to the ledge. <laughs> I actually actually did physically laugh at, at ledge, but um, I, I boosted it up because my laugh didn't get transmitted here too much in this mix. And now we're just good. Now we're just straight golden honey brown sweet baby boy. Honey brown makes me think about... When I was a freshman in college, um, I had some older friends, older guys, but when you think about it, really not that much older at all. Now, they just were two or three years older, and they had an off-campus house, 
And uh, they were cool. They were into jam music like I was at the time, you know, Bitches Brew and also the modern white version of Bitches Brew, which is uh, sort of like fish and things like that. You know, I was into that. Not ashamed at all. Not even not even the slightest bit. Maybe I well, used to be ashamed not anymore. But uh, this guy had a keg of honey brown beer at his birthday party, and it was like a big deal. I th- I thought, like, oh, honey brown? Ooh, wow, that's really good beer. Especially if you have a keg of it at a birthday party. Ooh, baby. And I drank a lot of it, and he did a keg stand of it, and all kinds of other people did it, and this dirty, dirty house that's sort of moldering and sinking into itself in Tallahassee, Florida, maybe the most moist, hot place in the face of American South. I mean, there's probably some some dank Mississippi spots that are just as bad, but it's all the same. The South is just a... It's a dank spot, everybody. It's a true, it's, it's, it's a rank dank Hank Frank plank stank. Uh, flanks, I wish there was a flank stank. But that honey brown, man, it's not good. It's not good at all. It's actually terrible. It's incredibly sweet, hideous shit beer that uh, now I know better. Now I've got like super good taste in beer and I'm like really cool and everything's great and I'm just fucking blasting forward. So it's awesome now to be me and have just fucking, wow. <laughs> Hey, have you seen Johnny lately? Hey, yeah, wow. Um, I I just brushed elbows with him at a uh, at an event, and I could tell immediately just from his candor and uh, can't and can't can his candor. He had a really good taste in beer, like really <laughs> way before that was like a thing you had to be have because everywhere you go, you gotta pick out a beer that's not just a beer. Like, oh, give me a give me a what you got on draft? Well, we've got um. Uh, well, we've got uh, 95 drafts, um, all good, all micro, all everything good. It's like that everywhere now. Everywhere's got pour over coffee. Everywhere's got fucking stores that sell clothes for rich lumberjacks. Oh, what's up with that, huh? You know, it's really a thing. It's like... <sighs> hard part is, is I honestly, I just love it. I love all these fucking infusions of the forest that have made their way into the world that we live in. All these forest, forest branch, branch reachers that have blasted into the city zone. I love it. You're putting these cedar tinctures and things. You got these handmade soaps that just smell like a fucking blaster, a goddamn laser blast of the woods. Uh, after a fresh dew that got hammered, uh, all the sage leaves got hammered with the perfect little micro needles of hail just to enhance their their smell. So they just really like, they go, they, they go, this is what they go like. This is what the, the plants do when they get that perfect environmental push just to open up their pores and breathe. It's like this, it's, That sounds kind of scary, right? But that's technically, uh, I sped up the sound of a tree's pores opening to a speed you can actually hear. That's what it sounds like. So all that being said, thank you so much for listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. I am Johnny Pemberton. I really like this podcast. I think it's a really fun thing to for me to do. <laughs> 
Uh, seriously, it is. And I, I want to keep it that way. I feel like there's been times when it hasn't been that way. I've been in my head. I've been thinking about I wasn't in the moment uh, or maybe I felt like I wasn't, but it was you know, who knows anymore? You can't. There's no There's no moment detector. Maybe it's an e-meter. Maybe Scientology is on the money. Maybe it's a fucking e-meter. But uh, sometimes I feel like I, the, my meter that tells me if I'm in the moment is, it's not, it's not pumping, it's not hitting the red. It's not, it's not, that needle's not hitting that, it's not hitting that red, you know? But that's something that uh, I think we all struggle with. It's just about finding that light, shining it, and shining it on yourself where you are, unless you've got a, a mobile leg that's just straying off to the left constantly. You know, you're trying to walk. Like, I'm just trying to walk in a straight line here. And that mobile leg <laughs> keeps blasting to the left and taking you down corridors that you didn't intend to corridor down, you know? Because you got these guys. You got Joel, Jeff, Jim, Jacob, and uh, January. That's oh, a dumb name for a kid, but they're all blasting around there playing pool hockey in the street, boy. And then they're taking over the hallways and all these corridors are all wrapped up in duct tape and you can't get through there to get where that room is. You keep all those barrels of cheddar. Popcorn, 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 popcorn. So you end up having a problem, right? You end up having to do one of those things where you just got to you gotta buckle down and find the spot where you are. And that's me. My name is Dicker Troy. I've worked for a union for many years now, and I'm happy to be here with you. So thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind. Thank you very much for rating and reviewing and uh, subscribing to the podcast. That is the triumvirate. That is the triple threat. That is three doors down. That is three dog night. That is the only way we do it. One, two, three. Back where you started from because it is a triangular MC Escher map point that you built on an iPhone computer with three iPhones all hooked up together. Rate review subscribe and we've got some real good 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 hot sweet buddy rations when i said ration i meant to say reviews but i think i mixed it all together you could say it's a ration of sorts it's a rationing of positive energy that has been donated in the form of a digital digital downloadable uh 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 code of words Thank you for that so much. Dicker Troy thanks you. Donnie Jeffcoat thanks you. And so does Johnny Pemberton here for donating your words of praise and clicks of five stars to make this podcast be a real beacon of buddy boy blasters. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, now back up in it. Back up in it for real here. Um, I want to do some things now I haven't done before, and that is thank the people who have donated to the podcast. Uh, thank you for donating to the podcast. People have done it. They've done it in droves. You may be one of them. You may be listening. And I haven't, uh, I haven't thanked any of you yet. And I want to thank you, okay? I want to thank you for finally fucking paying the motherfucking piper like you know you should, like you know you did, okay? Every little bit counts. This is a product. <laughs> Try my product. I ain't no fucking video professor, okay? I don't have CDs that you can go and buy 
on a telephone call that will get you to be on a computer that will teach you how to do a computer, okay? I'm not a video professor, so you don't have to try my product. You're trying the product right now. This is a piece of the product. So thank you for those donations. I'm about to enter into a what I call the uh, donation, symph- donation thank you symphony. And three, two, one. I would like to thank the following people for making substantial, modest, and sometimes hyper-substantial donations to Twisting the Wind on the Feral Audio Network. A big shout-out thank you to The Mole, Sarah R., Richard B., Michael DeB., James M.B., Jerome T., Benjamin R., Samuel H., and Anthony R. Thank you all so much for your generous donations to Twisting the Wind. Without you, I would not be able to talk in this voice over a piece of a Claude Debussy symphony I recorded on my iPhone while driving recently, as in about three hours prior to me doing what I'm doing right now, which is thanking those names for donating to Twisting the Wind. You too can be a donor and help out this illustrious, freeform, subtly psychedelic blast boy of a podcast called Twisting the Wind. And you heard the sound of my parking brake means the end of the donation symphony thank you is over. It's all real, okay? It's all real. I swear to gosh, it's all real. Everything I said just now is true. It's great. It's good. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for donating. And thank you so much for donating. Uh, please rate and review the podcast and leave a comment and rate it and just drop a little digital crumb there so I can find it. So when I try to get back to you where you are, that I have a way to just, you know, slip between the, the so to speak, slip, slip between the buns of uh, your life, my life, and everything we've, we've all got going here together. It's sort of a, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk over a weird, uh, repeating, sort of affected bl- uh, thing that I've got. Is that slowing down? I don't even know. Um, oh, thank God. Ooh. I thought I had like a, like a fish loose in the, there was like a fish around here somewhere, you know? You ever heard a fish make that sound? Uh, I have. I've heard that sound just significant amount of times. But here we are. It's a really great place to be. There's a lot of good stuff coming up here. The guest I have for this episode is astounding and exceptional, and he's uh, super interesting. And we talk about all a host of manner of things that uh, I didn't ever host a manner of before. So it's that kind of thing. It's like a legion of honor, really that's uh, frequent use of atonality and all sorts of uh, feedback loops. Um, Braunschweiger is, uh, Braunschweiger's there uh, and, and everything of that nature. But before I get into that, I wanted to give you a chance to just listen to me talk to some person on the phone. Uh, just, you know, real simple phone chat that I think 
might find uh, interesting because this happened sort of at the tail end or maybe before I had a, uh, a real di- real issue a real issue going on with um, all this kind of uh, I have to clear my throat all the time you ever notice that you know you get, you get a cold and the next thing you know after that cold you're just spending the next month of your life like <sighs> Making all those sounds like John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, you know? Stunning holiday film. I just, I'm, I'm in this trap now where I'm just, everything's punctuated with me making a nasal clearing sound. I, I don't like that. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm that guy. How do I do it? Uh, antibiotics? Do I need fresh air? Do I need to go running? Do I need to go up to the top of a mountain and like really just overexert myself? Maybe I'm sleeping too much. Maybe it's too hot in the house. Maybe it's too cold in the house. Maybe it's too drafty. Maybe I need to eat less sugar. Maybe I need to eat more sugar. Maybe I need to take speed and coffee without any kind of milk in it. I just, is this too much fucking lactose? Is it the lactose? Is it the gluten? What's doing it? Why can't I bounce back from this relatively basic uh, chest cold? Is it chest cold? I don't know what you call I mean, it was in the chest for a little bit, but now it's in the back of my fucking throat and the base of my nasal passages that's inside of my skull. Why is it there? Go away. Go away. I just want to drink beer, man. I just want to drink holiday beers. I just want to drink tons of holiday beers and get in that perfect faded zone where you're, you're, you're buzzing and you smoked some of that weed and you got friends and family around and you're listening to some incredible harmonies, you know? Like that song, all I want to stand that down, da 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 Which of course is the best part is not the it's not the singing, it's the it's the da 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 Ah I can't remember it's that part when those guys are harmonizing. That's the part that's the best, right? It's that. It's the harmony, baby. So that's what I want. Uh, that's what I want you to want. And that's what I want you to have. And I want you to find that for yourself. Find that fucking perfect Venn diagram. Mendelssohn Chi Square diagram where you got that harmony. You got Mariah Carey doing the high. You got some badass unnamed vocalist backers, maybe two, maybe three guys who are just doing the and it's just ripping because it's that fucking pipe bass. You know, it's just that fucking ooh, we are in a lead, we're in a synth, whatever you want to call it. It's a pipe bass. It's been laid down 
in a harmonic fashion. And you can't beat harmony because all it is, it's just sounds interacting, right? And what is sound but just the sound is just life, right? It's just the sound of fucking life. So uh, that's what I want. I just want some fucking harmony in my head and externally all mixing together in this beautiful who knows what what harmony I'm going to go for but I'm going to find that fucking harmony and repeat it until uh, until I just am physically restrained okay just want to get that out Um, and uh, I just want to talk to you about um, how I learned to make Cheez-Its but at home with a recipe from a Houston newspaper and I'll post it on the website and you guys can get into it and do it for your Christmas sort of thing okay company can i help you hi i just called a minute ago but uh i spoke to someone different i think i think you have more than one person there i guess oh yeah we do really how many <laughs> do you have three okay so it's probably someone you know um yeah she's a lady who knew a lot about history um uh, that's Catherine. oh Catherine, cool she's was fun uh so i just she just transferred me to consumer affair yeah. and uh i have the same thing happening where it just goes there and it starts doing this meh and I don't know what that is because I'm I don't know oh. what's going on I wonder if maybe I'm calling I'm not call, I'm calling from a, like a, a computer landline okay does that matter I have that, that thing oh. I have that special it's, thing you got on TV the thing it's called the uh, the jitterbug or whatever it's called the thing oh okay you know what I'm talking but, about yeah I know what you're talking about do you have one of those no I don't oh wow I think you're from England Yes, I am. Oh, you're from like Northern England, though, aren't you? I'm from the Midlands. Midlands, okay, I could tell. I recognize that accent. I've uh, <laughs> been up to Manchester. Oh, good old Manchester. Good Manchester. Uh, poor old Manchester United, they're losing. Oh, they, they are? Okay, I don't keep up with uh, footy so much these days. Oh, we do. do. We watch it every weekend. No, just the, season, it, the, the season's going right now. It's... Um, um, on Saturdays and so, oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. But my boys played foot. My boys played football. Yep. But my boys played foot. My boys played football. Yeah, I, I once saw King Charles in person um, by accident. He was uh, he was in he was he had to make <laughs> this is embarrassing for him, but he had to make an emergency restroom stop, and uh, at this restaurant that I was in in. Um, in uh, Leeds Okay He was traveling through there And uh, I didn't realize it until after they left Because they had all these people Made us sit down They made us sit in our seats Made us actually sit on our hands And look, yeah. at, look at our plates I was like, this is weird I thought maybe it was some sort of a weird custom I wasn't accustomed to And it turns out that the, the Prince Charles had just come through And he had to go to the bathroom really bad It was just this little, uh, little uh, restaurant there in Leeds yeah. And, uh, yeah. He was in and out pretty pretty fast. I must have been number one. But uh, 
Yeah, he must have been uh, late for uh, one of his appointments. Yeah, I mean, that guy has a lot of appointments. Yeah. He's yeah, got a lot of appointments really. doing things. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame what happened to Diana. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wonder uh, what something could have been done, but I don't know if anything, anything we could have they done. They do some, say something that uh, she should never have died. Yeah, she shouldn't have. Do you think it was a seatbelt thing? Uh, no, they reckon it was the hospital. Are you serious? I never heard that. Yeah. What do you mean? They yeah. said they made a mistake at the it hospital? Was, yeah, something went wrong. I wow. can't remember the whole story because it was a long time ago. I, I read it. So they made a mistake at the hospital. Wow. Yeah. You would That's think that, that of all the people to not make a mistake on. Yeah, really. <laughs> do they think she was like somebody else? No. Well, okay. they could have done. I don't know. But I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. So, yeah, um, well, let's see who I can find for you. Okay. Just a moment. Hi. My Hi. name is Lauren. How may I help you? Hi, Lauren. Is this the Consumer Affairs? It certainly is. Oh, great. I'm glad this worked. Before, before uh, when I called, it did some weird thing where it was like um, making like a, like a, eh, eh. Eh, like an alarm, but you know, like an old style when the phone is disconnected sound. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah. Who knows? I mean, these days with phones, yeah. well, it's 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 just <laughs> digital age. You know, I'm I'm not ready yep. for it, honestly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I mean, area. Yeah, it's like these things where I just uh, it's all ones and zeros because it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Great. Um, oh, you said Lauren, right? Yes. I'm Kevin. Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. That's uh, all right. And what can I do for you? Well, I had a really fun Thanksgiving uh, with a friend's family, and we, uh, you know, we did it up. We did it up big time, and um, went, we went. We do that. Have you ever heard of those turkey trots? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you done one? I have not, but I have heard of them, and we we do have them in our area too. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I guess we're not that special here. I think we are, but we're not. <laughs> yep. I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, this is unique. But actually, it's oh, they're probably everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it feels it feels good. It, it feels good to think yeah. to think that. But um, you know, that's early in the morning. We did that on Thanksgiving morning, and so that's a thing where you're up at seven. Do the yep. run. It's a 5K. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. I was not in shape this year like I have been. I was like, um, ugh, my lungs are just like, what's going on here? I could mm-hmm. use a third one, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, know. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that weird how the, when the seasons change, the air changes with the yeah. seasons? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm sure with, with you guys up there, it must be really significant. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually in northeastern Wisconsin, so I'm not. I'm ooh. not in. Um, yeah, I'm not in Battle Creek, but yeah. Is that near Door? Yeah. Co- is that near Door County? Um, it, us not so much. That's mm. more on the peninsula. Okay, is that is that? So, yeah, is that Wisconsin or is that Michigan? Nope, that's that's Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, you know, you yep. give credit where credit's due. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Mm-hmm. yeah, Wisconsin's got a lot of great stuff. Um, that door, the Door County cherries. I think I've had some of those. Is that right? Oh yeah, they're fabulous. Oh, mm-hmm. that and they do that moss. They get a lot of moss up there. That's um, yep. yeah. I, someone told me that there's more swamps in Wisconsin than there are in some places in the South. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's weird how mm-hmm. that works. Now, yeah, not, definitely. 
So, yeah, so we're, we're, we were uh, getting, you know, getting up, getting up early for the run. Thanksgiving Day, and you got to have some snacks in the daytime. So we just got a whole bunch of Cheez Its there, and they're just great to snack on until the Thanksgiving dinner is ready. And mm-hmm. I am looking at the back of this box, and uh, it's just tickling me. All these little artworks of cheeses. And I'm just wondering, uh, you know what I'm talking about here? Mm-hmm. It says, yep. are, are these cheeses ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just, I'm, I was a little confused. Like, so does this mean that these are going to be potential, uh, are these things we can vote on to be potential flavors? Or what is it exactly? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I'm not 100% positive on that, but I would kind of look like to look into that a little bit. Would you mind if I placed you on just a brief hold while I do that, Kevin? No problem. Okay, thank you. As long you. as there's music, on, one second. Is there music on hold. Oh, there's music. I love it. <laughs> All right, thank you. I love hold music. Isn't that crazy? I like hold music. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Thank you. Here we go. Kevin, thank you for holding. Oh, I'm hey. Wait. <laughs> wow, I was so close to being like, okay, I don't think it might be a mistake here. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I really wasn't able to locate much information here, mm-hmm. but what I can do is forward that information along and, um, you know, kind of ask around, and then we can get back to you accordingly on that. Okay, so th- uh, there's just no information about anything on the back of that box? It, yeah, I can't seem to, to locate anything for that. Um, it's such a big know, piece of real estate. Yeah, yeah, I know you'd, you'd think they'd have something on there, but um, so what is your last name then? And I'll, I'll go ahead and forward this along. Last name is Tipcorn. That's T-I-P-C-O-R-N. Okay. And uh, would you prefer phone or email? Phone is good. Email is good. Okay. I think phone is probably best. Okay. And, and what is the preferred phone number? Phone- so we'll go ahead and, and uh, forward this along and see what information we can gather. So, uh, you know, I do apologize that we weren't able uh, to give you a more direct answer, but we'll kind of ask around and see if we if we can't find some information about that. So, what, what do you? What's the? I just want to make sure. What, what's the question you're going to forward? Um, what? Where to be able to vote for the? For the Cheez-Its, because I know that there is a place to do it. We just can't oh. seem to locate the information as to how. So is that so, what that is? Is that what that is in the back? Yes. Are mm-hmm. these cheeses ready? Because I know you've had white cheddar in the past. You have yep. those Tabasco hot and spicies. Yep. Um, big, I don't know what big is. Uh, I know Colby, that's a type. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you have original, because that's original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, baby Swiss. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Cheddar Jack. I haven't seen mozzarella. And I haven't seen Italian four cheese. So those will only be the ones that are actually applicable for voting, right? It's the Cheddar Jack, Baby Swiss, mozzarella, and Italian four cheese, and big, whatever big is, right? Yeah, I I mean, I would would imagine it's whatever's on the box. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go ahead then and uh, forward it over and and see what we can find out for you, Kevin. Okay. Um, Is there any... It doesn't I'm really sorry, go ahead. It doesn't even say because that was just me guessing. Is it if it's a voting thing? Because I'm just sort of like I just I just the first thing I thought. It doesn't say anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It just says, "Are these cheeses ready?" And yep. No. It actually it actually is a voting thing. Oh, it we is. Just, 
yeah, don't have a lot of information as far as how to do that. They so should we'll, really we'll think about the of that. having a thing that says that. Because there's one yeah. thing here. There's a g- bottle of glue in there, and I think that maybe that's something that, uh, you know, might make, make people think that something's up because glue is not something you want to eat unless you're a kid. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. also the whoopee cushion on that one, the girl, the mozzarella girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, sometimes cheese causes people to make that sound, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's implying that, because mozzarella is, I don't know why that would do it any more than anything else. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, but we'll go ahead and, and uh, okay. see what we can find out there for you. Could you um, all- is there anything... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Or anything else. Yeah, I was going to see, is there a way to find out the artist of this? And I wonder if maybe there's sort of, sort of like a like a print available, like a limited edition yeah. type thing. Um, let me take a look because we do... Because, you know, I'm into it. Do, yeah, definitely. We do have um, a kellogstore.com. Okay. Oh, my, my jaw just cracked. You ever have that happen? Uh, unexpected? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that uh-huh. scared me. <laughs> feels yep, good, and it feels like a cement mixer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, click and clack. I've had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, on kelloggstore.com is where you would find things like that. Uh, I whether am or not there. there's a print of it, I'm not positive. Okay, I'm on the website. Uh, so I'm, a real, I'm a real web guy. Type in cheese it. Into the search? Yep, and see what we can find. Okay. Oh, there's t shirts, koozies. You can have mm. your picture on a box of cheese it. Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. You're not kidding me. Okay, I'm not. Add your photo to a box of cheese. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cheese it. Mm-hmm. Cheese it. Plaid lounge pants. Found them. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Jeez. They, those have a special uh, thing so they don't get uh, cheese on them? <laughs> oh, they should. They should, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. And is there anything else I could help you with today, Kevin? Um, send me some Cheez-Its in the mail. <laughs> yeah, don't think we can do that, okay. but I'd be more than happy to send you a coupon to use. Love it. Love, love it. love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Anyway, I, I want to tell you more more about tell it. Tell me more. You're obviously not that interested. I want to hear more about it. Tell me more about your phone. Take advantage of it. Tell me more about your phone, Phil. Uh, tell, me, tell me more about your phone, Phil. God. Are you recording? Uh, I'm recording. Yeah, oh, I just like man. to get started, just just in case you know something happens. That How's it sound to you? Already, what happened? How do you sound good. to you? Uh, good. Well, I don't know. I how I don't know. That's what I'm well, asking. If I'm close, I sound much clearer. Do you want to have it so you can hear yourself really well, or do you want to? Should we just do no headphones? Some people do no headphones. I do no oh, headphones really? sometimes. Do they really? It's see. like a thing where like you're not really as aware of what, of what you are. You know, it's more like just kind of we're yeah. Just you're here. not. It's not so much a performance. You're not something. thinking now about like like ah. Uh, headphones, headphones on. Ready? Headphones on. Hey, so uh, when you were uh, over in Uganda for those years, was it something where you found it hard to eat the foods you had available to you around the people who didn't? Yeah. Yeah. 
I found it very hard. Was it as simple as that, or was it was there a deeper meaning when you landed back in Canada? Um, I'm not I'm not from Canada. Okay, so then I'll have to have one that's like, hey, so what was that in Africa? That was pretty crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was messed up. It was like more like a yeah. And when I came back to Canada, right, things were a lot more. Oh, it was more chill or what? It was just weird. It was weird. I think like the the dynamic had changed. Right, become like a thing where you don't know. If you're in Uganda or yeah, oh, it's Uganda. Canada. See, Uganda is yeah, that what man. you say? I don't know. I thought it was Uganda. I think if we had these things on, see, we'd know. <laughs> Uganda. Oh, it's oh. Uganda. I thought it was. I thought maybe it could have been Uganda. Something interesting. I, like what that. I said Uganda. You huh? did. I think that's probably the more public Uganda. radio pronunciation. Uganda. I met a girl who was going to Uganda. Really? But yeah. What'd I think get? she said Uganda, but she was English. She was? And they know how to speak better than, all right. than we do. And you know all about What do you want to do? Do you want to do headphones? It's up to you, man. No, seriously. Like, what do you have preference Let's for? Let's do no headphones for the first half. How about that? Okay. Then we'll get into experimental territory. I kind of like the headphones, though. You're doing a keep on. Because the headphones make me feel like this for, is this is real. Well, it is real. Like this is really happening. What is real, though, right? Let's start with that. Okay. What is real? What's real to you? <clears throat> Nothing. Nothing is real. Nothing is sacred anymore. In the words of Sparks, the band. Is that is that uh, one of their lyrics? Yeah. It's an old lyric. From Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing. I like that. Nothing sacred anymore. I agree. What's it's with this true. knife right here, dude? It's a knife, my You're friend. You're not going to fucking stab no, me in the middle of No, it's just this. a display knife, but it's a real knife. My friend Fred gave that to me. Oh, you like wow. it? Why is it just a display knife? Why doesn't it? It's a practical well, knife. Well, it's a practical knife, but I mean, it's clearly on display here. Uh-huh, yeah. It's a nice knife. Yeah. It can be practical and on display. Yeah, it's both. The two aren't It's the kind you take to church. Church knife. <laughs> in yeah. case what? In case the Lord uh, decides to have a reckoning. Take your name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> you can take my name in vain from my cold name and name. You can name my name from my name with my name. You know what I mean? Yeah. NRA. No. Oh, that's the National Rifle Association, right? They have that saying, uh, you can pry it from my cold, dead hands about guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just doing a take oh, on man. that. A little like a flipper, a flip on that. You, and know? you were doing, you can take my name? Yeah. <laughs> and I was supposed to see that I don't know. connection? You didn't, you're not supposed to do anything. What am I supposed to do here? Hey, just is sort this of, for me? Yeah, you, there's two cookies in there. Is that, can, is that for me? That's for you Damn, if you want. Fuck it's water. yeah, I saw that thing. I was like, yes. yeah. Yeah, you like, got thirsty. What happened to my you? Tang and Cheetos? Okay, so, pretty, pretty okay, uh, listeners, um, we, Phil and I exchanged a couple of uh, exchanges on the internet, um, on text, and he asked for hot Cheetos, or spicy Cheetos, which is weird. No one calls them spicy oh, Cheetos. Oh, really? They yeah. call them hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what the kids call them. You're right, yeah. Oh, are these both for me? Well, I, I was thinking about having one. Do you want to eat both those? I thought that was pretty fucked up, dude. You don't. If you wanted one, you should have gotten your own bag. I know I should have, but you know you what? Don't the play guy, with me like that. The guy, we're not that tight. That me and the coffee guy are not that tight. We don't have a lot to say to Where each other. Where do you get your coffee? There's a little coffee shop around the corner here. Oh, this one right in the yeah, thing. Yeah, you so, guys aren't tight. You, you I mean, we're we're, we're 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 we talk, but we're not like tight. You know what I mean? Really? But yeah. you, he's like, hey, Johnny. Yeah, hey, I don't think. I does think he know he your name? I think does he, he does. Name? I'm not really sure. What, how come you think? Like you had told him one time? I don't know. I know his name. I don't know. He doesn't always reciprocate with my name. So that means you don't know someone's name, right? If you don't reciprocate. Do you, I, so I, you, you call him by name? Uh-huh. Okay. And how do you know his name? Um, I remembered it from when he told me. I also, okay. you know why I also know? Because I overheard someone saying it. Okay. Just today or a while back? Recently, I'm there all the time. What's his name? His name's Nate. <laughs> Nick? Nate. 
Oh, Nate. Nathaniel. Okay. Yeah, that's a good name to remember. Yeah, Nate. Nathaniel's easy to remember. Nathaniel, because that's like, you know, very flowery, you know? Yeah. Nathaniel. Right. Yeah. It's probably around the corner. I have this thing going on right now where my uh, the UPS driver knows my name. He always goes, hey, Johnny, what's up? Hey, man. Do you order a lot? I get enough stuff, but he also, every anything I've ever done as far as like movie or TV wise, he's seen it. And recognizes me. He's like, so every time he delivers something, he's like, hey, man, saw you in the uh, that thing. It's pretty good. Pretty cool. And so he hey, like, man, or hey, 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 Johnny? He'll say both. He'll say, Johnny, hey, man, yeah. You know. Uh-huh, yeah. And so I don't know his name, though. But I don't know how to find that out. I guess I could just ask him. But yeah. he has told but me he his should name. have a name tag in those UPS. UPS guys are pretty chill. They don't have the name tags. I really? Think. I don't think they do. Is that a sign of not chilledness if you don't have a... Totally. Really? I don't you know. Have what do you name think? tag, you're pretty up, up, uptight. I think so. It? Yeah. Mm. Right. You and I know name now tags. Now I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. We're wicked chill. Yeah, we don't have name tags. Right. Because we're like, who, who's? Super why does chill. our name matter? Most people are chilled out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's the? What are we doing? What? What? What is? It? Are we just supposed to talk about things or we can something? Talk about stuff. We can make sounds. What do you things. think about coffee shops? I'm I'm down with them. I love them. Really? Yeah, I do. Kind of actually. How about, how about you? Yeah, I kind of love them too. But I also feel really dorky or something to like a coffee shop. You know, really? I feel like I've lost touch with my my natural primitive self by like loving coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I suppose. I mean, it seems like you would have lost touch a long time before that. You know, yeah. but coffee shop is like a is like a physical reminder. Like exactly. you are not an animal. You are no longer <laughs> human. You are you are something else because you're here at this place that's got like all this highfalutin bullshit going on. You know, it's very like prim and uh, specialized, right? Yeah. Yeah. What does falutin mean? I don't know what falutin means exactly, but I know that highfalutin but means. You just you thought you'd use it. Well, you know, highfalutin that means like. Uh, like very regal or a high-minded, uh, yeah. overly like too civilized or something. Like, uh, I mean, it's weird because saying highfalutin is kind of highfalutin. It's kind of really, yeah. yeah. I think it is. All right. I usually don't say that. I don't know why I even said that. What's um? Because I, I couldn't think it? of a better word actually. Wow, this is a good word to use. Also, it's a good word. You know, I don't you know. Highf- I don't even know how to spell it. I have no idea how to begin to spell highfalutin. I have yeah. no idea. It sounds like gluten. I thought you were going to talk about high gluten. Like, yeah, like. In the coffee, there's something yeah. like some glutinous coffee. Um, I think my dad used to say highfalutin, so I would I would really? say it. yeah. You know, it's one of those I words think, you don't know the word, but you just repeat it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, there's like high. What are, what are they using in England? They say um, high. Um, high um, highbrow. Highbrow. Oh, is but highbrow is more for art. Is it? Bit, oh, a brow is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a pretty good English accent. I, yeah, it's, it's, I can do it sometimes. You, put, you can you do a really good I can, one. I can't. I can't do can't? one. No. But you've lived there for years, right? <clears throat> yeah, and I'm. Should I introduce you at it. first? Yeah. Your name's Phil Burgers. Yeah. Philip hey, Burgers. Good job. Oh wow. And you also have a moniker of Doctor Brown. That would you perform under Doctor Brown? Wow, those Brown. are good words you're using. Mon- yeah. Moniker. I like. Man, I like words. I, guess I was so bad at my do. SATs. You were? Yeah. What section? Like the four, whole thing? No, math. I was good. Verbal. I was. Oh, verbal. really? I'm the opposite. Really? I'm terrible at math. I'm the word wow. stuff is like no problem. Wow. Did you get like 800? No, verbal? I don't think so. I don't even remember. That's a long time ago. 
Anyway. I, I don't know. I just definitely know that there was a big difference between the math and the verbal. Re- really? Yeah. Did that fuck up your college entry no, opportunities? I don't think so, no. Where'd you go to school? Went to Florida State. Are you from Florida? No, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, wow. Oh, that must have been a nice... It was. It got out Got out of that, uh, that tundra. Yeah. I met some weird new people. How about you? I'm from here, but I went to school on the East Coast. Okay. Trinity College. Trinity. Is that like Small a tiny liberal arts? Liberal arts? Yeah, okay. exactly. A lot of guys named like Trip and Gabe and... Uh, yeah, Trip. Trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot a... of like old money kids. Yeah, I'm from the with, East Coast. With, like that big hair. Big hair and like uh, like polo shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And um, white white hats. White hats. I think that's what we would call them, like a white, white hat. Or oh man, never heard that. Really? A white hat. Yeah, those like white hats that have the college name and on it. Okay. You know how that in Tampa? No. Is it, was it Tampa? It's Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Okay. Yeah. Is well, that inland? It's uh, inland a little bit. It's Tallahassee sounds much more southern than the rest. Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. Tallahassee. Oh, come here, Tallahassee. Get down. Get off that horse and come over here, Tallahassee. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, sweet Dr. Brown. <laughs> yeah. Do people talk like that? I, some people, yeah. There's some, really? There's a thick accent, thick southern accent. Um, yeah, because like Orlando or something or uh, Miami, they don't really have a southern accent. They don't. They have like a Spanish, like a Cuban accent. A lot of them. Really? Yeah, Miami's like this like, oh, what's up? We're going to like, uh, oh, we're going to do a party tonight. What's, yeah, tons of coke, lots of hot girls. I can't do it anymore. There's like a and weird. And those are even the white guys doing it, or just the, some, the Cuban some of the dudes? thuggy white guys, some dudes who are you uh, know who down who like to party, like to smoke, like to blow rails and stuff, and drive those cars and go boom, you know, mm, that kind of thing. But not the, you, not me. No, I I've actually never been to Miami. I avoided it. Wow, on purpose because everyone I met from Miami was such a douchebag. I'm like, this place must suck. <laughs> Because they're all like very, uh, just uh, like cartoony douchebags, like kind of people who, yeah, like, like yeah. oh my God, you're a real person, but you seem but like a cartoon. Maybe though, hanging out at the beach would have been nice. I guess so. You're a beach guy, aren't you? <clears throat> I'm kind of a beach guy. Yeah, I can tell. You're a beach Are you dude. Not, you like, I'm not a you beach like guy. Atwater Village. We're like the opposite people. Oh my God. He's good at math. He likes the words. Yeah. He wants the beach. He wants to not the beach. He, but they have a, a ice cream time. truck and a, a good Chocolate time. Chocolate chip, chip cookies. cookies. Meeting uh, in the middle of the chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. That's what we are, I guess. Huh? It's just sort of like, it's like double action sort of thing like that. It's double chocolate. <laughs> we got, oh yeah, I have to get Double chocolate fudge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Am I, I supposed to, should I just like try and uh, join you? You can do like it. songs you can do and stuff like that when you when you do them. Like I really like it. this is there's, there's no rules here. Some are people's you, podcasts are, sure? are like, okay, we talk about the time the first time you got a pair of shoes when you were an adult. Like that's the theme of the podcast. Do you even like do anything with a podcast? Is it Yeah, do, rec- do people listen to it? Yeah, lots really? of people listen no to way. it. No way. How many yeah. how many listeners do you have? I don't really know. I mean, oh shit. Had I known that, I would have been much more so far. I mean, I can change now. You're going to edit this, right? I can, I can edit it. I typically don't because I feel like wow. it's fun to just have it be... What it is. Just be... Yeah. Because also, once you start... It's like that thing where once you start chipping away at something, then you're chipping away until it's nothing, maybe, you know? Yeah. Because if you... That's the danger. Yeah. I think if you... Once yeah, once you start editing sort of conversation, it becomes like a... It's, it's a true slippery slope. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, It'd be kind of weird to like suddenly go from one bit of our conversation and you cut some bit out and then mm. suddenly we're talking about something else. You don't feel that. Sometimes I do just because it's like, well, this is whatever. Like, like what's happening right, wrong. right right now or something. You'd be mm -hmm. like, oh, like, like, oh I'm going to cut the chewing out. That never existed. Are you going to be able to hear that? No, maybe I'll find it. I'll find it there somewhere. It just sounds better. Because you know, my mouth open. Yeah. You have better technique than I, don't you? Very good. Mm. But are you ever like that in podcasts? Let's move on because this is horrible. This, no one's ever going to want to listen to this bit. Um, sometimes, but usually I try not to get stressed about it because it doesn't really matter. Right? What, what are you going to do? What really matters anyway? Just a podcast, right? Mm. I want to ask you about your uh, how you got to... You went to England at some point, right? Yeah. Um, how, what brought you there? Like what? Um, you there? Well, I went to school in, in Paris. Right. Or outside of Paris. And I studied with this old French clown. So what what got that? What got you interested in that? And how did you end up over there? Um, I well, I, what what originally brought me to Europe? Well, first of all, my parents are both from Europe, mm. you know, and so I have. Well, a, there you go. That's yeah. So you have a dual citizenship. Yeah, I have a dual citizenship. Yeah. To to where? To France? To Holland. Oh wow! So, yeah, because my dad. dad's Dutch. Wow. And my mom's from Italy. Jeez. And so, and so I speak Italian also. You speak Italian? Yeah. Fluently? Yeah, yeah. Ah, parla poco di italiano. Ah, sì. Vuoi parlare in italiano? <laughs> Facciamo il podcast in italiano. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Uh, oh my god! Oh my! I don't know. I forgot all my Dio, Italian. Dio mio! Dio mio! Ah, Pia Valocia. Gracias. Grazie. 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 Di dove sei? Mi scarpi, mi formaggi. Mia, mia scarpe, <laughs> mia pantalone. Perché, perché parli italiano? Uh, perché? Uh, why? Was that perché? Is why? Yes. Why? Paris, Paris, is it Paris? No, that's fine. Perché? Perché? Parlo italiano. Uh, Io parlo italiano. Uh, perché? Perché? Parce que j'étudie italien, italien oh. en, uh, en université pour juste un, un semestre. Ah oui? Ouais, juste, ah, c'est bon. C'est bon, ouais. Mais tu parles aussi français? Je parle, je parle français, euh, c'est euh, très meilleur. C'est meilleur. Meilleur. It's like, you just said, um. I speak it. I don't know what you said. I speak it. You said more good or something. More good, you know? yeah. You actually said more better. You said yeah, more, more better. better. Yeah. Uh, je parle français meilleur. Um, meilleur que l'italien. L'italien, uh, ouais. Et pourquoi? Pourquoi? Parce que j'étudie euh, français euh, pour euh, six ans. Oh, six wow. Ans? Oh, six ans, mais pour... I was terrible. I studied, it was, you know, I was a fucking lazy student. Oh, yeah. uh, Tallahassee? Uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit in high school, a little bit in uh, university, yeah. Mm. You speak French too, ah, huh? C'est bon. C'est bon, c'est très bon. Ugh. <laughs> c'est très bon. J'aime bien beaucoup la langue française parce que c'est très belle. Hein? Oui. Zut à l'heure. 
on y va avec moi au café <rire> puis on, on chacun le croissant et on j'ai besoin de un panneau au chocolat Merci. <laughs> That's what I remember for French class for the first like three years of taking French class. All you ever did was go to the cafe and you meet someone on the way there. And are they someone who is the same status as you or higher? So do you, you address them uh -huh. and you get to the cafe, then you order. And that's French class. <laughs> it's just going to the cafe, talking to people and ordering at the cafe. It's French life. Yeah, it really much is. Yeah. So it's not actually. It's not at all. <laughs> you've, lived, you've lived in France for a long well, time. Well, yeah. you know, having lived in France, I, I can tell that. you what the real <laughs> France is like. Oh. Um, do you want some effects on your voice? How can I? Can I? Can I do that? Wow! Wow! Hello! 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 Can I just mess around with it like yeah, this? Yeah, go ahead. Mess pitch? around with it. Mess around with the pitch. Yeah, is this pitch. messing around with yours also? Or just no, mine? I have an independent controller. Mine, mine is the independent <laughs> of yours. So. See, now, wow. we're, now we're getting fun here, aren't we? That's now finally the comedy is starting. Let's talk about France, my bitch. <laughs> Listen, you're here for me. I want to know all about what you saw in France, or you're not going to leave this room until I get a dynamite <laughs> stick out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's I right. really like that. I really like that. Well, that's reverb. That's going to give you... It's going to give you a good sound, but it may be too intense for you. I don't know. It's your choice. Well, uh, See, reverb is... Reverb. 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 Why is my voice so high-pitched? Maybe if I take it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's also another knob. That's format. This well, is format. That's sort of like this. The shape of this. This is the shape of it. It's sort of like... This is up high. This is the, the shape of the, the shape of the sound of the tone. And pitch. Well, pitch is obviously pitch is low pitch. pitch, high pitch, high pitch, high pitch. High pitch. Oh my god! And then what about these guys here? I wouldn't fuck with that. That's okay. sort of like a bunch of crazy stuff. It's unnecessary, I think. You can fuck with it, but half of it makes it so you're literally unable to be understood. <laughs> That's great. This opera is having a great time. Finally. Yeah, this is a group. This is a are fun. I, I get lost. Yeah. I'll just spend hours uh, singing to myself. Do you really? I would. Ooh. Hey, baby. <laughs> baby, you take me. <laughs> Let's take a walk together. Let's take a walk together. Let's take a walk together. Let's, Let's go, go somewhere. somewhere. Let's go somewhere in France. We take a walk on the French Riviera. Let's take a walk on the French Riviera. There's lots of actors there, right? <laughs> lots of actors. Lots of there's lots of actors on the French Riviera. Here's one of my favorite settings right here. It's like a, like a. Let's see if I can get it. Presenting. Sounds like trumpets. It's kind of like a double voice. Well, that's because you have the. This is the mix. So this is just you. Hello, hello, hello. Just a fact. Oh my God! There's so many of you. Oh no! How have I become so many? 
I'm a She could have been killed. I know. Thanks for coming in there and saving me. I tried my best, and I did my best, and I saved you, you little bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, and we're back. We're back in the studio. All right, we're back. Wait, is my reverb down? All right. There you go. Now we're back. Now we're back. Yeah, so um, a adventure into. So you have a dual citizenship. Yeah. Do you have a triple citizenship? No. Which one did you pick? One day. Pick France or Dutch? Uh, Italy or, or Holland? Uh, Italy or Holland? Holland. 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 The Netherlands. Yeah. Home of Zanadome. <laughs> Is it? Home of Nijmegen. <laughs> That's where my father's from. Really? Yeah. I've been to it's Nijmegen. Nijg- it's not Nijmegen. Oh, it's Nijmegen. 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 Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Have you really been? Yeah, I've been there. I was there once with my dad for a, a conference. On? On um, some sort of a bowel, bowel stuff. Oh. Okay. He's a bowel surgeon. Oh, all right. Yeah. He operates on people's uh, large intestines. And small intestines, um, too. Yeah. I just had a friend over who's afraid he's going to get bowel cancer. Really? Why? Because he does shows, and every time before his show, he gets, ri- he gets like a lot of diarrhea. That's normal. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's what that's I said. I said normal. it was normal, but his girlfriend seems is afraid because really? his grandfather had it. But. Well, a lot of people... Colon cancer is super common. So Colon cancer is... Yeah, it's very common. It's the most common cancer, I think. I think really? I think across the board it's the most. It's also the easiest to fix, though. You're talking about prostate cancer, no colon cancer, oh, your wow. large intestine. Yeah, people get it all the time. It's super common. Oh no! Yeah, so shit. How do you? How could you avoid that? Uh, you can have. Uh, you can eat more fiber, less sugar, mm. uh, exercise. Exercise uh, but definitely, seems to do it. Huh? Definitely uh, get that. Don't eat a lot of shitty. Uh, what's it called? Simple carbohydrates like white bread. Okay. That's what get, that's where you get colon cancer. You get colon cancer from uh, eating a lot of bad, bad non-fibrous foods. Yeah. Okay. But also, you get it because you get it. You know. Yeah. You get it because you got it. Yeah, you got it because you get it. You get it because you got it. You, you, when you, you when had you, it and you have it. How'd you get it? I got it. <laughs> I got it because it was there. And right. Took me. So what's took citizenship? Me by surprise. I want to know about your citizenships. Which one did you choose? Well, I don't think I really had a choice in in the matter. I know you didn't. You're you're, you're young, young yeah, man. Yeah, young. You're a young yeah. man. Then. Yeah. But I qualified for the Dutch oh, cool. passport, That's so a good I went one. with that. It's a good passport, I hear. Yeah. So that that allowed me to be in Europe, right? You know, without worrying about mm, the visa papers stay and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I originally went over there as a bicycle tour guide. Wow. Yeah. This is after school, after college. This is like years after college. Okay. So I fucked around for like seven or eight years after college. And I mean, I still am. Um, right. 
25 years later. <laughs> I don't know. That's not really working. It didn't work. But oh, if well. you thought it worked, it worked. Right? Uh, wait, wait. Nothing happened. Dumbo, Why isn't it happening? It's Dumbo Fuck. feather. It's a Dumbo uh, feather. It's so. dissolved. Um, I'm not going to ask you what that means, but I'm curious. It's the movie, the Dumbo movie. Dumbo? But what's the Dumbo feather? It's a great analogy to talk about stuff where, you know how you put all your, like, oh, I can't, um, I can't perform tonight because i don't have my red jacket i have always wear on stage oh okay it's like well actually the red jacket doesn't do anything it's just this thing where you think it helps you actually because you know dumbo was the elephant who could fly yeah and he could fly he was told he could fly because of this feather was given to him by a mouse and the i think (laughs) this is right but he thought he could fly because of the feather but actually he could just fly but he thought he was flying because of the feather so it's just about putting a Sometimes people, sometimes you put something on something that's not, mm-hmm. yeah. So in the Dumbo story, does one day he... He flies, no problem. The, the feather? He, yeah, he, he loses. Doesn't have, and he's like, I can't fly. Yeah, he's like, no, you can't fly. You can fly, kid. You never needed it in the first place. Who says that? The mouse? I think he does. Okay. I haven't seen this. So he's still in touch with the mouse. It wasn't just like a one-off encounter with the mouse i have no idea i haven't seen it in like over 20 years well you remember a lot you know <laughs> well i just like that i like that phrase years. dumbo feather it's a good thing to describe because a lot of times okay. people no I wonder just, you have a podcast you got such great vocabulary ooh. little words I, I mean i just i'm a vocab sleuth man i just am yeah i don't think anyone who has a low sat score has a podcast <laughs> I, I I bet there are some out there, there man. Probably are, yeah. There's probably some really good ones. Really bad, I mean. Yeah. Like, really good. Good isn't bad. Yeah. Anyway, um So you were you're just bicycling around. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah, I I I basically worked for this like bicycle touring company that brought me to Maine. Oh, Maine. So I worked in Maine for right. a while. They're based in Berkeley, but then I went to Maine cuz I had done a lot of like bike trips, right. like solo bike trips. Anyway, and then they're they're kind of run trips for people all over the world, right? And then they sent me to Italy because they knew I spoke Italian. Oh, and so I you worked grew up in Italy. Italian, right? <clears throat> yeah. Was that, yeah. Was that the home language? Yeah, it was my home language. Oh man! Yeah. So you, you you come home. That's who's that's what mom's speaking. She's like, yeah, it, it was for a little while, and then you know things changed yeah. and all that. Um. I don't want to talk about this right now. You I'm don't? just kidding. Well, no, I mean I do, but I suddenly just lost my train of thought. Are you talking about dog outside? Yeah, that's a dog. Everyone has a dog that just barked. And it, that it was, wasn't um, us. No, it was not us. It was not us. that wasn't our cookie. Did you finish your cookie? Damn, I didn't. I finished mine. Um, you don't have to. I'm gonna. I love cookies right. so much. Should we have a chew chew break? We're good. Because they're so good. Those chew breaks. Mm-hmm. I want to um, hear more about that. Well, anyway, Maine. yeah. So then, so then I went to. Uh, so then it brought me to Italy, and then I was working there, and then I found another job uh, when in, in the off season because in the winter time, you know, there's not anything. So and then I went to um, Edinburgh Fringe Festival because <clears throat> I had a couple weeks off from this like producing job I had in in Italy, and um, and then I saw a whole bunch of shows, and then I. F- saw one show that kind of blew my mind and what was it it was called all wear bowlers okay and uh it was by pig iron theater company who are based out of philadelphia mm-hmm. who were based out of and i don't think they're um they do it anymore but um jeff so so bell i don't know how to say his last name he's kind of a, a buddy but i don't know how to say his last name wow. which i don't know if that totally qualifies him as a buddy 
It's but fun. I love them. And <coughs> excuse. Oh shit! Oh, there we go. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's a great kind of clown theater maker, you know. And by clown, I don't mean like uh, circus type clown. You know? a, no, no red nose. Yeah, no red nose. No painted yeah. face. No juggling. None of that. Got you it. Know? Uh, you're a clown, you know. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, but yeah, and that just blew me away. And he told me about this one school in France. and That's so what he studied? He didn't study with him. He studied with a guy, Jacques Lecoq. Okay. Which is like this Lecoq school in Paris, which is really famous. Wow. And, but apparently like that guy, he died in, in the late 90s or okay. something. And so when he died, the school lost a little bit of its reputation. Right. But one of his disciples, if you will, this guy Gollier, Philippe Gollier, went had created his own school years earlier, and he kind of became like the clown guy to, right. to study with. Anyway, so yeah, so I went to school there, and then um, and it was like thirty of us in the class from twenty five different countries. You know? Wow, it was like South Africa, Japan, Italy. Spain, Colombia, uh, Canada, America, everywhere, you know, Mexico. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, and then I spent almost two years there, and then I left, like, totally broken. What do you mean, broken? I just didn't want to perform. I was like, I hate this. Was it it so intense, or was it It just sort of, like, exhausting? You burned out? Everything, you know, but... So, but you had, had you not really performed until you started that class? Yeah. I mean, I did some stuff in college, right. you know, I didn't major in theater or anything, but I, I did a lot of plays and I took a right. lot of theater cl- classes cause I really liked it. But when you saw that performance at French Fest, that's when it was like, that was a turning point. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, because I was like 28 at the time, you know, or yeah, 28, 27 or 20, 28. Mm-hmm. And, um, and since college, I hadn't really done any theater, right. you know, but I was always like jonesing to do it and yeah. always seeing performers and being like, fuck, man, I wish I could do that, but <laughs> I just never did. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then in Edinburgh, I just saw, I saw so many shows, you right. know, and I was like, fuck, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then that was just like the, whatever thing on the camel's back, you know, hearing, seeing that one show and then hearing about this school. And I was like, okay, fuck it, man, I got to do it. And I had a buddy living in Paris and I went and I... Stayed with him. I really? had a job in Italy. I just quit it. Went there. Wow. So you did it for two years then. You stayed there for that school. Yeah. Yeah. Almost for two two years. Like a year and a half yeah. almost. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it was... Moments were really fun. So interesting and really really crazy you know just a just this crazy theater world it wasn't just clowning you know okay. we did a lot of kind of theater but it was all performance based it was no theory no reading books really? yeah no wow. reading it was just like you just get up on stage and you try something that sounds like probably the best way to do something yeah yeah cuz yeah. i feel like that's the case with almost anything is people are always like try to learn something when you only ever learn something when you have to or when you're doing it not by like but oh, I'm, what, how do I do it? I mean, think let me think really hard how to do it. Yeah, and then I'll do it. And like, oh, I failed because I was thinking about how to do it instead of just doing it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I think that's the best way. Um, well, so what is like the fundamental? What is clowning exactly? What is it? What's what's like the fundamental definition of what that is? I don't know, man. That's a good really? good question. I mean, everyone has their own kind of right. definition about it. I I think I think. Um, lots of clowning 
or, you know, in good comedy is, um, I don't shoot, man. I'm going to sound like tot really wanky okay. when I say this, but I think, uh, this is a wank zone. <laughs> this is free to free wank zone. Free to wank. Um, it's, it's, it's revealing the spirit of failure. Okay. You know? And, yeah. and that's like, and I think a lot of comedy, we just laugh at like humanity's failure, yeah. you know, an individual's failure to, yeah. and it makes to, so much sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and I think the clown like is somehow comfortable with showing his failure and like a deep failure, you know, it's like a failure as a human being in some ways, you know, we're yeah. successful at some things, but in some shit we have limitations, you know, or we want to accomplish something, but we can't and all that. Right. And so the clown, instead of showing that he's so great, and, uh, you know, I can do this and come up with all this confidence. He's like, fuck, man, I actually can't do it. I fucked right. up. I slipped on that banana peel, you know? Yeah. I hit my head against the wall. And, like, and then we see something that we can all identify with, but okay. that is so um, hidden, you know, right. in our culture now where, like, yeah. everything has to be fucking great and it's good and glossy. successful. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That makes so much sense. That's so interesting to hear that. Um, it's like, I think I've never thought those words, but that definitely makes sense completely as far as like what, uh, I mean, yeah, across the board, they almost any performance is that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what, <clears throat> I mean, I think as a performer, it's hard to access that, you know, and to let people in on that yeah. also to let them see that. Fuck dude, you, you to, really have no idea what the fuck you're doing. There's you know? a lot of fear. Yeah. yeah, I find that anytime yeah. I do like stand up and stuff, the, sometimes the best, the best outcomes are when you go up there and you're like, uh, something happens, and you sort of like you put yourself in a space where you allow this thing to happen that you don't have any control over that maybe is like a fa uh, something that you're, you're failing at or something where it's just you're not in control or you're being like this is I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, and out of that sometimes <clears throat> comes the best things because you're mm -hmm. this thing where. People instantly, as soon as they see that, they instantly respond to it because it recognizes it. it's like a like a fundamental recognition of something that is a uh, like a common a common thread with all people. Yeah, just, yeah, like, totally. Oh, yeah. That and that we don't have a lot of opportunities to identify with, you know, in our culture. So when yeah. we see it, we really respond to it. But I think also like the clown. <clears throat> Or the clown, you know, I don't know, start talking about it like that and then you're really entering into some diff dangerous territory. But anyway, I mean... Uh, I want the dangerous territory. Yeah, I mean, just dangerous. Like, I just end up sounding like a complete wanker about it. But <laughs> I don't think you we use the word wanker in the United States. No, I think it... But it means sort of like a... Yeah, what does it translate to a wanker? A wanker is like a... Not like an idiot. It's something... It's more like a... Someone who's like a... Like a not a buffoon... Someone who's just all puff and yeah, who thinks he knows a lot a about something. A dick, yeah, basically. yeah. A wanker's a dick. Yeah, but like an intellectual dick. Yeah. You know? But anyway, which I probably am. <laughs> anyway, so but but so the so the clown becomes comfortable with failure, mm -hmm. and then is able to play, you know, yeah. and then like to play with that failure. So as you were saying, like those gigs where you go and you don't you know nothing's prepared or something, or, but you're just kind of open and comfortable with. With nothing, yeah, you know, and with the fact that it's all going to go to shit, yeah. Like you, sometimes that's sometimes the best shows I ever had were ones where I was going into it like, oh, this is terrible. This is going to be horrible. Look at all these assholes in the audience. None of them are like me. This venue is terrible. I'm in this fucking shitty place in America. This is going to be so bad. 
So, well, I guess, I guess I have to go up. Might as well yeah. just do it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, look what happened. It was the best uh-huh. because I was think already had written it off. So I didn't have any, I didn't care. It was just, yeah, there's no, nothing, no one to impress. No one, nothing. Exactly, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of free, freeing. Oh, you it's know? the ultimate freedom. It feels mm. so good. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a weird medicine that you can't even. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a good antidote to, to the kind of culture that we live in, you know, that it's all about fucking being great and right. impressing and proving people. Status. And, yeah. 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 So as a clown, is it all, it's not always a low status sort of thing, is it? No, 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 no. I mean, everyone has their own way about it, right. you know, their own way to show like mm, vulnerability, yeah, you know, vulnerability, and openness and all that kind of stuff. And huh. it's like your way about it and your gay, your playfulness can be different than someone else's, you yeah. know, and your playfulness could be like more higher status or something. Okay. And we're pissing ourselves and we see you, you know, open yeah. and vulnerable, but playing higher status. Cause that's the game that you like to play. Right. Cause you can take, sort of take the piss out of anything as long as you, yeah. Are playing with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all play, you know? It's all play. And then it's just, it's a lot more, um, I think like a lot lot of comedy can come from cleverness, you know? Yeah. From the head and written and thinking about things. Smart. Yeah, it's very smart, you know? And I think the clown is ultimately very smart, but but a lot of what they do comes from just like stupidity, you know? And Mm -hmm. like stupid impulses and they can tend to be physical, but they can also be verbal, but they're not written at all, you know? They're not coming from a... Uh, cleverness or anything. Yeah. They're just coming from a pure impulse of stupidity, you know, right. which you don't think about and you don't contrive, you don't manipulate. Yeah, contrive way. is a, yeah, that's a big, that's a good word because it's like yeah. so much, so much comedy is just really contrived in that sense where it's, ugh. Yeah, exactly. It feels, it feels gross kind of in a way. Yeah, and you, you don't see people risking, you know, you don't see people risking to look like a complete idiot. Yeah. And and when you see that, I th- it becomes so alive. Uh-huh. Whereas a lot of people going up and doing stand-up or whatever, comedy or anything, have written it at home, mm-hmm. have rehearsed it, know what they're going to do, and they come on and they do it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, you don't see them taking a risk to to real, to real really fail. Yeah. With their stupidity, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, th- so that's what, you know, we learned and what I went out and practiced a lot after school. You know, yeah. I had a year off where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this because I was kind of broken, you know, I was like, fuck, man. I'm shit, you know, like, and you kind of have to come to terms with that. Really? You have to come to terms with your like mortality and just how much being like sort of uh, not special. Is that the idea? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You're not so special. You're not special. You you're know? just another. Just a piece of shit. Piece of shit floating around. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in some ways you're also not, you know, you're beautiful, you're, bright you're both. spirit of, yeah, exactly. But you have to come to terms with the shit also. That's like a hard duality to manage. It's yeah. something where... Some people are sort of naturally good at it, I feel like. And some people, I don't know. I feel like I struggle with that all the time, where it's that thing where... Because there's definitely that, that duality where they have, they both have to be there. You have to realize that you're nothing and you're, and you're insignificant, but at the same time you have to value yourself and feel like you are... Are, are you're worth li- you're worth something you're worth li- you're worth life yeah so yeah that, yeah it's that weird thing where how the how do they ex- how do you make them coexist mm-hmm. yeah that's, yeah it's hard it's, it's a hard. struggle yeah yeah because you can get stuck in the I'm shit you know right and then because just, you really believe it also you're like ah oh, fuck yeah man we're all just pieces of shit you just, know and, it's, it's like a magnet it just attracts more of us so you just pile it on you know there's there's that negative 
like a, like a train of negativity. It just keeps yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to balance it with, you know, I don't know, some kind of positivity. Or conf- maybe comp- some kind of confidence, right? Or something like that, huh? Yeah. Confidence and failure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so after that whole year of, of you being on the shit train, then how, what happened after that? And then I moved to London. Okay. Because I had, my brother was living there. And so I, I went, I just lived with my brother and I had a friend who went, who I went to school with, who's a Norwegian stand up. Oh, cool. Um, Daniel Simonson, who's really, really great. It's so funny because there's so many extent, the world of stand up comedy is so insular that people always forget, oh, there's other countries. Yeah. Well, there's other like yeah. places. It get, you start to like think in this world of, oh, this little area here, who's the top of this hill, little hill? It's like, oh, there's all these places that have nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, who cares? I think there's really great... And I I was really lucky to to be in London and then later go to Australia a lot, which I'm returning to next year as well. Yeah, people love Australia for performing. Yeah. So many people I know, like Greg, like Neil Hamburger. uh, Yeah, yeah. He has so much success there and it's also... uh, Arj Barker has like... Oh, yeah, yeah. a career just performing Yeah, he's huge. Mm Mm-hmm. Australia, I think also because of a uh, flight of the Concords or something, right? Yeah, probably help. Probably helps. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, just going to these two different places and traveling around and all that. There's so many inspiring artists yeah. and comedians and stand up and non stand up or stand up that mixes like so many different genres. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, so um, anyway, yeah, so I, I moved to London. And and there was just stages. There was just opportunity to perform every have, night of the week. Because they have tons of... They just have so much theater going on there, right? All yeah, the time. dude. I mean, it's such like a shit culture some, in some ways. It is? Well, no. I mean... I, well, it's very I mean classist the best. there, right? Isn't it? Well, yeah. There's that going on. But it's just like shit weather, you know? So <laughs> everyone spends a lot of time in pubs. All right. So there's a huge pub culture. They're drinking. In, yeah. yeah. And then... And they need to laugh. Like, they need to laugh at kind of how shit their weather is and how shit they are. <laughs> I don't mean that. It's okay. Although there is a lot of repression, you know, in in English people, and I think like they use comedy yeah. to kind of stay alive, Send survive it down, spiritually. Suck it up. You know, chin up, chin up. <clears throat> yeah. Don't show them. Don't show the badness now. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. That's like a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's Just, okay. Yeah. Everything's sure. fine. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. And then when the when the comedy happens, it's like no, everything's not fine. You know, and so right. they're they're able to balance their their lives somehow with that. But it, so they're so they're pubs and around London, man. There's like twenty five to fifty pubs a night, you know, right. where you could just go and do something. Oh, it's like an almost like an open mic kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, lots of open mics. And they have a stage, or is it more just a space? Uh, yeah, no, no, it's a stage. Like a stage. above pubs, they they have little theaters. Oh almost. wow, yeah, That's it's so cool. Lots of places man. have this. Yeah, wish we had that. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, I don't know so much about the stand-up scene in Los Angeles, you yeah. know, because I haven't really pursued it too much here. But I, I've heard that like you go to fucking open mics and there's a list of like forty people. Is yeah. that true? I don't know. I don't. I don't really like open mics. I find yeah. it to be kind of like this weird, not like oppressive, just something where I don't feel like I never personally got much out of them in terms of uh, feedback or I didn't feel like I didn't feel like for me there was a real community. Some people okay. love it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my buddy. This is my buddy. We laugh at him. He laughs at me. It's all super uh-huh, fun. Yeah. 
for some reason, I just always felt, I didn't feel comfortable in that situation. I always thought it was more fun to just be at home and like practice and just do stuff by myself. Cause it's like, I kind of, I feel like I understand if I presented something in an open mic and it didn't go well, I think I would, I would kill it or for no, for no You'd reason. You'd kill your idea before yeah. you gave it a real chance. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I personally needed uh, uh, the audience, you know, yeah, like because I would just build a lot of my material there in front of the well, audience. That's what I find you know? it too. But uh, but that's the thing. I feel like the open mics, the audiences are so terrible that they yeah. can't. It's hard to build stuff. In well, that dude, yeah. I mean, I actually went to an open mic last night. Really, I happened upon one. Yeah, I didn't purposely go. Right. No. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, and oh, I just happened to be in the neighborhood. And yeah, and everyone I did actually, and everyone in the audience was uh, a stand up. You know, yeah. there's only like seven or eight people left. It was the end of the night, right? And yeah, it, it was not healthy. Yeah. It was not a healthy environment. But the bad. open mics in the UK are filled with people after work, regular people who want to laugh yeah. or who want to heckle you, or it's you know, totally different. Yeah, it's kind of like the Midwest in that sense, like in in like Minnesota and places like that. Where it's like a it's like a real people live there, not just people who are working in some entertainment capacity. Yeah, that's the same thing. Where these people who have normal jobs and they love to drink and they go to see something that's like oh free or it's a few dollars or something and they're just having fun. So it's a total different audience than we would have at some sort of open mic here. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So it's hard to say about Los yeah. Angeles, you know. But I'm sure that London stuff is amazing though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff coming from from there. You know, and then they have the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. You've done that a bunch. You've done Fringe? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've yeah. done it lots of times. And uh yeah, it's good. It's good. It's it's fucking it's a slog, you know. It's now it's become a bit hard. Like every night and all these shows and people it's just nonstop. Do you for drink at all days. or no? I drink sometimes, you okay. know. There's really good whiskey in in <laughs> Scotland, so um, yeah. Isn't sometimes you drink, though? and then I was doing a kid show also, so I'd like wake up a bit kind of boozy and do a kid <laughs> show, and then take a nap, and then do a night right. show, and yeah. But you know, it can really take it out of you. I bet a month of shows every night. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would kill me. I think. Really, I would just put me in a place where I feel like the only thing I'd be doing. Is either performing or recovering from performing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> like it. Nothing else. Yeah, and but and then you kind of get sucked into like talking to people and then going to a bar or God, something. Yeah, and, yeah. It's really consuming, you know. Yeah. Really, but but anyway, yeah. So, at what point did you start doing these? Start performing a lot in terms of uh, like. So you say you were in London. You were living there with your brother, like going to all different shows, doing these open mics all the time, or these yeah miniature performances. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then I went to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my second Edinburgh. And what was I think the show? It, uh, well, I sh- I split the bill, so I had okay. like twenty five to thirty minutes, while this other guy did right. twenty five to thirty minutes, and I was the second half. And there's something in Edinburgh called the Free Fringe. Okay. So where you don't have to pay for the venue because Edinburgh can be very expensive. Yeah. Right. And then and but people don't don't pay for the for the ticket. So it's just it's free all around. Yeah, it's free all right. around. But at the end of your show, you can pass a hat. Okay. And so you can make some okay cash. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, I did that. So it was the first time I ever had like 25 minutes, you know, and, and I actually didn't really have 25 minutes going in there. So basically when I was in London in the spring and summer, I would go back to my bicycle tours Okay. 
and then and then just make some money there yeah. and then come to Edinburgh and then actually go back in the fall again to the bicycle tours and spend the winter in London working stuff, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I went to Edinburgh. I, I had to get 25 minutes, you know, and I didn't really have, I only had like five or 10 minutes from doing spots around town. Yeah. And then, so I just like added some bits and created it. And then while I was in Edinburgh, of course it kind of built, you know, mm -hmm. and ideas came and you're doing little gigs, little open spots around town, but right. then you're doing your show. And I was running a cabaret also late at night. And so I was doing two things. And so you just generate so much They're like material. snowballs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So it snowballed in 25 minutes. And then the net, and then I went back to bicycle touring, but then went back to London and then built more material to the point where the next Edinburgh, I had an hour. Oh, cool. You know, so I did an hour. And then with that hour, I decided to take it to Australia because I had a buddy doing the circuit in Australia. Right. So again, back to bicycle tours, then Australia and did about three months in Australia. Australia and there's a the Adelaide Fringe Festival which is the second biggest theater festival in the world after Edinburgh. Okay. So that's a month of boom boom boom. That's boom, in boom. Australia. That's in Adelaide, Australia, right. yeah. And I was doing two shows a night there. Oh man. And nobody knew me so I was like on the street I was actually passing out free tickets cuz you right. could there was no free fringe there, you know. Okay. But I was passing out free tickets, but I was like here's a ticket, come see the show if you like it, you know, you can put money in my hat. So I was kind of taking that whole philosophy yeah. in Edinburgh and bringing it to Adelaide. And so that kind of saved me there. And then again Melbourne Comedy Festival, fucking 28 days of nonstop shows, yeah. you know. So I was getting a lot of stage time mm -hmm. and hour our bits, you know? Right. So I had Edinburgh, which was a month. I mm. had Adelaide, which was a month. And I had Melbourne comedy, which was a month of straight performing. And then in between, I'd go to other festivals and right. do other stuff, but it really just like built my show, built my show. And then I did that for three years, basically this kind of circuit, wow. you know, of Australia, Edinburgh, bike tours, Australia, Edinburgh, bike tours, Australia, Edinburgh, with London bits in between. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then every year I just created a new show. Got you know? it. Was this Dr. Um, Brown at this point or no? It was always Dr. Brown. Okay. Yeah. And, but, but I used to speak a lot and then, and just tell like really weird, surreal jokes and kind of physicalize it a little bit. And then it just became more theatrical, you know, more physical, more kind of choreographed Got like it. theater shows, you know, with a lot of comedy in it. And then, and then my last show, I just like gave myself the challenge not to speak. And okay. then so it became like a totally silent thing, but I'm not a trained mime and I'm not, you know, I'm not only a silent comedian, right. but it just so happened that the last show that got me lots of success, I think because I don't speak in it yeah. at all, uh, it just happened to, to show that. To take know. off kind of. Yeah. That, that, yeah. But I think my older shows where I'm talking are actually better, you know, and right. people who were with me from the beginning like those shows it's so more. funny how stuff like that happens all the time it happens with everyone where it's this thing that the thing that's maybe the least representational of what you like and what you do yeah. is the thing that that people like, like most yeah, or, yeah. It's, it's like it's hard <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> totally man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm kind of over it you know I thought for a while because that was like two years ago and so for the past two years I'm like oh yeah I'm a silent comedian right. you know I started to really believe that and just do like only silent stuff mm -hmm. and now I'm just like well actually I don't fucking like it so yeah. much you know uh, you have to do what you like yeah I, I can totally that man. a lot of time where totally. it's a thing where I know this works I'll do this but then I'm like I don't like doing this 
And if I don't like doing it, it sucks. So it's, people don't like it if I don't like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a crossover period there where you, you can get away with it for a little bit. But after a while, if you don't like it, then it just uh, it's, it shows in your face and it just it sucks. Yeah. It's dead. Mm-hmm. It's just dead. I, and I, I think what, what also really appealed to me about that show and why it did so well was because of the challenge. You know, it was, it was challenging to yeah. make a show without speaking. And right. Like, and I was excited by the exactly. challenge. Yeah, you know? you're always excited by the challenge because yeah. there's, there's an element of fear where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like bungee jumping. Where of it's, risk. Yeah, of yeah, risk. Yeah, and it feels so yeah. good to risk. It's, it's, like the, it's like the best feeling because yeah. you risk and, and you, don't, you don't die. Yeah, it's like oh my it's, god, it's awesome! Yeah, I didn't yeah, die, yeah. but yeah. I, and I risked this thing. Yeah, when when it starts when it starts getting easy, then that's when it stops being a risk, and then it stops being the excitement's gone. And so, yeah, and they can feel that you they know that tell, you're just like oh fuck, people man, I get it right away. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it, it comes down yeah. to that, man. You just have to kind of do what you what you like, you know, what you're, yeah. what excites you, you know. What and if something doesn't you. excite you anymore, dude, just because the fucking people like it. You know, I mean, yeah, if if that's the only way you can gain an income or something, mm-hmm. then sure. But if you can push yourself further and do other stuff, right? you know, I think it's worth it. But some people do the same fucking show for years. Oh, my you know? God. Yeah. And I think they're... I think they're just happy, content with it, or maybe they're not. You know, they just don't have a choice. But I think you actually do have a choice, and well, some, you shouldn't have to. I think sometimes that fear of uh, of taking a risk becomes this thing where you don't even realize it's it's present. It's like cal- calcifies around you, and you're sort of in this thing where you feel like you can't break out of it because you're like a glass ceiling kind of thing where you just I don't know, and so you just keep letting it layer on, layer on, where it becomes this shell. And you just, oh, I'll just keep doing this because I couldn't possibly do something else at this point. Yeah. Because the longer you don't do something different, Fuck, the harder it, harder it is. To, to, yeah, the harder it is to break out of it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And just, everyone's going to be like, what? What, what? are you doing? Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> yeah. Or like, God damn, he's horrible. Yeah. You know, and that was like, that's the greatest thing about taking a, is like you allow yourself to fail, you know, yeah. and to really fail. But once you've achieved some kind of success, people see failure, they're going to be like, oh man. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. It's but the, the whole process of, of discovering something new requires you to fail loads, you know, yeah. and then ah, now you've pushed through it and you've found something that actually works consistently. Right. You know? Is that like a big tenet of the whole clown, clowning uh, education is the idea of, you talk about that before about like the, you have to fail and that's a big yeah. part of the, of the whole clown mentality. But is that something they, they talk about when you like, when you were taught, when you learned all that stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you, you you just develop this comfort with failure, you know? Okay. And so it's just, yeah, my teacher always used to say, like, the clown lives in the kingdom of the bad, you know? So it's oh, like, man, you're just that's bad great. at everything. And you're okay with it, you know? And so you're free. Whereas like, if you're always protecting yourself from failure, from yeah. being bad, then you can't ever explore that world, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think I yeah, I, I think failure you you hear from like all great artists and all mm-hmm. that, you know, that like fuck man, you have to fail. You ha- you have to and give yourself that freedom to fail. Yeah. You know, with still wanting to be great at something or do well, but um yeah. Got to have like a a spot, a little zone of it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. create a, a place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're constantly protecting yourself from failure, then you're never really taking a risk. 
you know, and you're not going on stage and really discovering something new because you're mm-hmm. always playing it safe. And mm-hmm. oh, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Uh, we'll take a quick break, <laughs> and right, we'll come good. back and we'll Fine. sew it up like Doctor Frankenstein. Grand Poo yeah. Dot okay. X, dig it. Get about my way, it's Grand Poo's turn to shine. Heard them seeds ride the pine and get paid, no, never mind. One time, as I sew it up like Doctor Frankenstein, yeah. chickens ride the pony 'cause the rhyme flow genuine. As I do it like that, yeah. do it like this. Uh-huh. Shorty, watch your step, or you might get rocked like Chris. Are you feeling this? Feeling you this? dig the way it's going down? Uh. Now we back in town, watch all the chickens crowd around. Niggas try to duplicate my flow, but it's difficult. Like a game of yachts. Uh. Chickens stress me out like paparazzi. As I flip a flow, you desire. Daddy blaze those trees and let's start this forest fire. My rhymes carry like the weight on Barry. Stack cheddar like cones and buy homes like Larry. I be smoother than towel, sharp tongue like Al. When you ballin', everybody wanna be your pal. No dilly dally, bagging nothing short of Holly. Bouncing in German cars, still playing shop ball. Renubian cats here to flip one for you, for sure, dog. This is how we do. Welcome back to Twisting the Wind here on the Feral Audio Network. My guest is Phil Burgers, a.k.a. Dr. Brown. I didn't ask you about the name. From whence did you generate the name Dr. Brown? That's a secret. Oh, it is? No. Is it like your mantra? (laughs) Every morning? Every Every morning. morning. Every morning. I I say Dr. Brown. You do? How, do you repeat it for 20 minutes, like transcendental meditation? Yes. You do? Okay, I understand that. So is it, it's not affiliated with any sort of a American corporation or anything? It's just, it's just you. Uh, no, I like <laughs> Should we get real? Yeah, let's get Should real. Should we get real? Let's get real for a quick second here. We'll get a little bit real. A little real. Um, with me, baby. Talk to me. Tell me what you tell me tell me about it. You've got a lot You got a lot of reverb there, son. It's too much re- you don't seem to be a fan of reverb. No, I do. It's just that you can you you Oh, you're really um Look, high maintenance about that reverb. There's, there's places, there's intervals. You're either, what you're doing is you're either going full reverb or no reverb. Put it up a little bit. There you go. Maybe right. halfway, maybe a little lower. So hello, hello. That's manageable. Oh, yeah, that's 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 a manageable. This is wrong. Unmanageable. Wrong. Unmanageable reverb. Oh, no. We are clipping. We are peaking. Oh, oh no. You did too much in there. Don't, don't go in the cave. It's dangerous in there. You could fail. You could fail. And, and the cave is so echoing, everyone will hear your failure. David. David. But Daddy, I want to fail. Daddy, I want to try us I want to do something for the rocks that are being appreciated by other people besides me. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah. 
me about your show. I would like you to plug something, please. Plug in your toilet. Plug in my toilet with a dick made of clay. <laughs> that I happen to have on my pocket. I got a pocket filled with clay and a dick-shaped day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a dick-shaped dick? A dick-shaped today. Oh. A dick-shaped dick. That's funny, your dick-shaped dick. dick-shaped dick. I got a dick-shaped dick. I got a dick-shaped dick. Yeah. I got a problem with a boy named Rick. <laughs> Running around getting thick on smackers. Um, so you have a psychedelic drug conference you're leading next week, is that correct? Yeah. What's uh, What's the main psychedelic drug that will be uh, imbibed? Ayahuasca. In, in, ayahuasca. Have you done ayahuasca? No. I haven't either. Do you have an interest in it? Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm curious. Yeah. You know. How can you not be? Yeah. It's. The, Are you? Uh. Yeah. I'm super. Super curious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done the other you want ones. Want to take some and do this radio show? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I happen to have a have an ayahuasca shaman here. He's been hanging out behind the curtain. <laughs> um. I am getting out of here. I have no self. I am no one. Is it true I am shit, but also the universe at the same time? I am a star. I am a star made of fecal matter. And the black hole is my anus. Sirius XM 94.6.2 point dick. We're back with we're back with David Jeff, the hot tub leader of the new free world revolution experiment. He's got something to plug here. Why don't you lay us on? When's your next show, baby? Yeah. Lay it on me. 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 Lay on me. Lay on me <laughs> when you're not strong and you got a friend. Cause we all. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Every time I do this, I get very tragic. It's such a tragic voice. <laughs> it's weird because what happens is, is when you hear your voice, yeah. it also affects the way you speak. So it's this weird thing you start where speaking like that. So too. if it's low like this, I start speaking low. <laughs> Just speak regularly, see what happens. Oh uh, my god, it's really, it's really hard to speak regularly. That's great. No, yeah. but it actually sounds much better when I speak regularly. Yeah, it's a strange thing. It's all it's all about feedback, baby. <laughs> feedback. I think you can just find your voice. Hey, you know what? This isn't so bad after all. <laughs> I was I had a really bad feeling about coming here today. But Did you really? Yeah, I didn't I don't trust you. I heard <laughs> stories. You don't trust me. Well, you don't know me very well at all. No, I don't. But, but I feel like I do now. I know, this is how it works. It's a it's a you you come inside this hot room and you leave it, man. <laughs> it's a hot, hot room. It's a hot you know, that's what I really like about the room. It's so hot. You like a warm room. You're a beach guy. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the fact that you put the sound of waves. Also. Well, yeah. That's the that's the MRI machine I have on rental from GE. <laughs> Yeah, Did you just plug GE? Yeah, plug GE MRI machines. You got a cool, cool million sitting around. Get one. <laughs> Have you ever had an MRI? I don't think so. No. Oh, oh maybe I did on my knee. Okay. I get, uh, yeah, I had an MRI on my leg one time. 
What for? Um, I was having some pain in my knee. Turns out I just needed to buy new running shoes. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, that's new. bullshit, man. They were trying to sell you some fucking yeah. running shoes. Those yeah. guys run, work for Nike or work something. Work for Asics. Maybe Is that what you got? Yeah, I got Asics. My doctor recommended Asics. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You Bad. think that was a thing? Probably, because I run on black time. Was your doctor wearing Asics? I don't remember. Probably, yeah. You got to look at the, your doctor's shoes, man. That's yeah. Like... <laughs> uh, well, it worked, right? though. It definitely Am worked. Right? But yeah, it was a leg and knee, but it went away almost immediately after I uh, got those shoes. Why yeah. do you do a lot of running or something? Yeah, I like to run. I like to run. I'm not oh, really? a big time runner. I used to be better. I used to do pretty easily do five miles in about half an hour. Wow, that's very no, fast. no. It's more like thirty five minutes. Sorry, thirty five. Oh, okay. Thirty five, forty. Sense, yeah. yeah, I I used to. I like it. It makes me it makes my brain feel good. You know. Does it? Did yeah. you run today? Uh, no, I rode my bike here though. Oh, okay. From Frog Pond or Frog yeah. Hollow? Frog Hollow, uh, I did. Yes, not that far away. How many miles? Probably about three miles. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 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 What's going on? Who is that? Who's that at the door? Hey, no problem. Sorry about that. Yeah, I just, did you like to, what kind of exercise do you like to do? You do exercise? Uh, I like to play, like, soccer and oh, stuff soccer. like that. Oh, you know? oh, like European guy. Yeah, football. Oh, he plays footy. Oh, we got a linesman here, do we? Sounds really good. Oh, we got what, a linesman, eh? Why do you sound like 30 years older when you do that? There's just something about it. Burr, 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 burr. I was thinking about that the other day. Why is everyone with a Cockney accent sound old? There's no such thing as a young, what is it, you know, little bitty baby, Cockney? Oh, you're an old Jason Statham type, running around, going from pub to pub, bashing in heads. Oi. Your head basher. Oi, I'm a head basher, oi. Oi, oi, Manchester. Well, Cock- Cockney is not from Manchester. It's not by root for Manchester team. That's why I'm from uh, Manchester. <laughs> I knew a guy from Manchester. Manchester. Do you really? Oh, yeah, they have a funny, they have an interesting accent. Let's hear it. Let's hear it now. Go! Now! Go! Go! I, I, I can't do my... Uh, Man- Manchester. Oh, we are a big fan of the band The Stranglers. Love The Stranglers. I'm from Manchester. That's all I've got. <laughs> What about the Geordie people? You ever seen that show, Alan Partridge? Yeah. Remember his friend, the guy who's there from, he's from Geordie, wherever the hell that is? Oh, oh it's like, oh, oh, Alan, oh, you fuck, you know, you, 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 you can barely understand him. The guy who's from that, he says, Geordie or something like that. The Geordie people have an interesting way with words. The guy who's like half Scottish, you know? No. He's like, no. Oh, oh, Alan! I you no. you wanna pick a pick a ghost when it comes down here? Cause we're gonna put a breakfast for you guys. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Some bullshit okay. like that. Wherever that is, it's not Manchester. It's like Middle England, right? Uh, Leeds. Jordy is New Newcastle. There you go, Newcastle, which is quite north. Those guys have a fucked up accent. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. It's all like. <laughs> 
Spring along, ding along, ding along. Spring along, ding along. So you were telling me about exercise. Did you want to exhibit some other exercise techniques besides the use of a soccer football? Do you surf? Funny you mentioned that. Why? Why is it so funny? I mentioned that. It's just funny. Do you surf? Some things are so funny. Do you surf? I surf. No, I don't. I, I never surf. surf but I surf. I, I surf. What? I surf. My friends. I surf. Really? It's dangerous though, right? Surfing? Well, there's a lot of sharks oh, in the water. I like sharks though. They're cute. Not when they're chomping your nuts off. Oh, they're going to have a hard time getting at my nuts. Because <laughs> I'll be Not so the, scared. The baby sharks. No, I'll be so scared my nuts will be inside my body. Oh, that's true. Well, they're going to chop your whole body. They'll get to your nuts somehow. Oh, so do they want to eat me because they want to get my nuts? Yeah, they're, they like nuts. I didn't know that. Oh, so they're like semen rangers. <sighs> well, not really rangers. More like firemen. Oh, so like they put out the fire in my cock? Exactly. But isn't that what the balls are for? Is they're filled with the juice that puts the fire out of your cock? Because that's why you come, right? When you come, you spray out uh, something to put the fire out, right? Is that what it is? I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that. Well, that's okay. Not everyone knows about the fire and the cock. I don't um, know that cocks had fire. That's why it gets so hard. Yeah, that's why it gets so hot. Hot and hard. Welcome to it. <laughs> Doesn't your cock get on fire? My cock gets like a flaming branch. It's as though, um, like a forest fire happened, and there's still one tree burning, and it's me. Hello, ladies. <laughs> um, will you tell me about your uh, event that's gonna happen? <clears throat> I want to promote it. My evangelical event. Oh, it's evangelical. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Oh my God, yeah, totally. What are you thinking? I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> Well, ask me other questions, and maybe I can answer them. Um, when did you first play football, soccer? I was like four, four, or like three. I don't even remember. I was so young. Pia Falocha means faster in Italiano. Pia Falocha. Yes, it does. Now what? <laughs> 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 oh hi, sir. Um, could you please uh, remove yourself? I want to sing you guys a song okay. now. Oh, Wait, I'll just do backup. Ooh. Does that hurt people's ears? That was the loudest Johnny song Johnny was a comedian. Yeah, he wrote his own radio show. Johnny was a funny guy until someone shot him dead. Thank you for listening to Shot Dead Radio, where it always ends the same way. No, can I can I actually plug something? I want you to. I maybe, want maybe you this to. Is not the right time after all that happened. Oh, it's great. Nothing happened. We're still. <laughs> what here. happened? Nothing happened. What happened? Nothing. Shut um, up. I I do actually. If people are interested, I I uh, I do 
do workshops in clowning mm-hmm. to introduce them to this whole kind of world of cl- clowning. clowning and failure right. and fun and stupidity and play, play, physicality, ability. Yeah, physicality. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're like a physical comedian. You can right. also just be completely verbal and still be a clown. That's you know? so cool. That is like a yeah. that's a revelation to me today. Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm happy. You know, about, I feel like I'm a clown happen. now. I didn't you are. Know, I feel like I might be. You a know what, partial, Johnny? You partial always clown. have been. Maybe how has have been a clown, That's huh? That's right. I think, you know, I think we all have been. Oh, and we just have to clowns. find that clown in us again. So you do a workshop. This is for people who are in the L.A. area. <clears throat> yeah. In the L.A. area, well, also, I don't know. Do you have listeners in... Everywhere. Uh, Timbuktu. Australia, Pennsylvania, Canada. Do you Canada. really? Do you have a... Yeah, some people in Australia who listen. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, well, I do them in Australia, you know. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you have a website or something or no? Uh, you can find it on Dr. Facebook. Brown Facebook. Yeah, Dr. there's a Dr. Brown, Brown Facebook group. Okay. Yeah, if you just do DR and then Brown, you see where if I'm in London or Got UK it. and London uh, or what's it called? Um, <clears throat> uh, Australia, all over Australia. And here in Los Angeles through something called The Clown School. Got it. So, the yeah, I'm school. one of their teachers. What but, yeah, it's just like, it's not like me teaching. It's just me sh- um, sharing with you this whole world of Got it. madness. And I, I want to, I wanna, can't wait to participate. Cool. What about any media products people could consume that you would uh, recommend or are authored by you that you would like people to know about? Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Okay. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Uh, my fingers stained red. Can't get them off me. Something like that. We'll put that song at the end of the podcast. Uh, any books you'd like to talk about? That sounds good. Uh, I don't really have any books in mind right now. What I, I really like Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Okay. He's a great writer. He's just a great writer. Thousand Years of Solitude? Yes. A yeah. hundred years of solitude. hundred years. I like a thousand better, actually. But yeah. uh, Have you read a thousand? I, I thought, well, yeah, I read, I read the hundred years of solitude a hundred times. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, that would make a hundred. That would make like ten thousand. I years. read a uh, hundred years of solitude uh, hundred ten times. Ten times. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, ten times. <laughs> ten thousand years of solitude. Oh, it's a lot of solitude. Uh, we'll recommend Gail Gail Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I like all kinds of stuff. Cool. Uh, what about music? Anything you want to talk about? Um, <clears throat> no, I like everything. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you. San Francisco, have a good night.
Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.